What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. It's your boy, Lil Clay Clay. Welcome to another episode of Autism Talk with your host, Lil Clay Clay. Uh, please excuse the noise in the background. That's my roommate's dog. I'm letting him run around the house for a bit. But um, anyway, so for this episode, I thought maybe I would talk a little bit about like what the struggles can be in public schooling for an autistic person since, you know, right now while I'm recording this, we are on Christmas break. Well, those who are 17 and under are. Obviously, I'm a grown man, so I work. Which I like work a lot better than I like school. But anyway, so... um, I thought maybe to answer that question, I would talk about what it was like for me personally. So, throughout my elementary school years, I attended a really good school. My dad, my uncle, my aunt, and, and some relatives from my mom's side of the family attended that school as well um so uh the school was called Colfax Elementary School I had a lot of great teachers um I actually was my third grade math and science teachers I was one of her first students um because she was one of the new teachers at the school so that so that was pretty cool um so starting when I first went to the elementary school um, in kindergarten, I actually did kindergarten twice, which was God's will because the first year of kindergarten, it didn't go so well. I wasn't very social with some of the kids there, and um, I kind of wanted to do my own thing, which is good to do your own thing sometimes, but, you know, it's a time to be social and time to do your own thing. But um, the Lord saw that, and I ended up getting to repeat kindergarten a second year. This one, this year was a lot better. I actually had a lot of made a lot of friends who stuck with me throughout the my time from kindergarten through fifth grade and it was pretty fun. Um and uh sorry y'all keep keep forgetting what to say. But um I um after that school went pretty well in third grade, um um that's when I started to struggle a bit because um you know, that's when we were learning math and we were learning multiplication and division. And that can be pretty hard, especially for me. That was Math was a big struggle for me in general. I can remember times where I got really frustrated and cried whenever I did my homework. But um, one thing that did make um, public schooling a struggle other than, you know, like people with autism struggling to pay attention and stuff like that um, was, would be definitely sometimes like, um, the kind of environment the environment you're in, depending on which classroom I'm in. So, for example, um, when I went to, when I had math in third grade, I didn't have my, I wasn't in my regular teacher's class. I got switched to a different teacher because um, she, uh, um, because her class I think was a bit different and a bit more easier, but this teacher was, had a bit of an anger issue. I can remember her yelling at us, and one time she even made us go outside the school and run laps just because we weren't paying attention. Um, now, I'm going to um, clarify, you know, it's not the fact that, you know, she was making us run laps, because if you've been to elementary school before, you know that sometimes the teacher would either before or after recess make your run laps kind of get, you know, some extra exercise, stuff like that. But, you know, never... <clears throat> would um any of my other teachers 
I don't know if I've ever seen any other teacher make a child run lap a lap just because, you know, the class is paying attention. She one time also gave the whole class silent lunch just because they were talking. And even though I wasn't in her class, I still had to sit in silent lunch anyway. And um, I remember I, I didn't know what she had meant by that. And I remember asking one of the students and I remember her screaming at me, you know, to be quiet. You know, she threatened to give me another silent lunch. And she also tried to stop my mom from having lunch with me because back when I was in elementary school, my mother um, would come and eat lunch with me. And I know my mom was not happy about that, but fortunately my mom was able to. Um, and I know my regular teacher, Miss um, Barnes, I actually felt sorry for her because even though she had nothing to do with that because I was her student and not um miss smiths um that kind of made you know that can away when you do that to something that doesn't belong to you belongs to someone else and that something is in their care that makes that person look bad <clears throat> but um you know but you know i um was able to eat lunch with my mom that day um i also felt sorry for um another girl in who I went to school with, her name was Jennifer, and she had cerebral palsy, and obviously she switched to that math class with me, and even though she had silent lunch, she couldn't sit at the silent lunch tables because it was going to be hard for her, because the chairs at the silent lunch table aren't like hooked up to the tables as the regular ones in the cafeteria, so what's, what's that was, you know, she got, at least got to sit with her friends, but she couldn't talk while she ate, um, and I know that her assistant, Miss Herbin, who... I was really good friends with while going to the school as well was not happy about that either um but you know um it's water under the bridge now um uh my heart goes out to anyone who had to go through that through their school year especially if they have autism or down syndrome or something like that um um this wasn't the first time I had to deal with this um Back in fifth grade, I had a substitute teacher who was kind of intimidating. Um, I remember where I was just struggling on focusing with my work, and I couldn't. I was a slow worker, so at that time, so I had trouble finishing everything. And she called me over and started looking at my worksheet and was like, "Why is it like this?" Basically, she was talking to me like she was giving somebody a pep talk, and I just shrugged my shoulders. I didn't know what else to do. Um, but, you know, um, she told me she's got another page and said, I want this finished by the end of school. Um, she asked me um, if I finished it after we walked, after we switched classes. I told her yes, but I didn't because I did not want to deal with her again. But um, um, she was also pretty obnoxious um, at times, but I'm not going to get on to that. Um, I would like to make clear, though, I don't hold a grudge. You know, when I say these stories, this is years now. It's water under the bridge. You know, this is just so I can tell my story and what, you know, was some tough things that I had to go through. Um, shout out to all my elementary school teachers, um, especially Miss McKay, Miss Kenny, my kindergarten teachers, and my um, third grade teachers, Miss Barnes and Miss Craddock. Um, if it wasn't for Miss McKay, Miss Kenny, I don't think I would have done well throughout the, throughout, um, my years of elementary school and 
you know, same thing for Ms. Barnes and Ms. Craddock. They were actually very creative teachers, um, very upgoing. Obviously, if you got in trouble, you know, they would need to be disciplined involved. But, like, after that happened, they would just, <clears throat> it was, you know, just move on. You know, like I said, they were very upgoing. Um, I can remember Ms. Barnes. Um, I had trouble trying to find my things on my desk, and I remember walking up to my desk one day, and she held up, and I saw that she made a little... Um, list for me in the shape of a hand that told me like what I needed for school and I was very grateful for that. She also did that to another student who would get really frustrated. Um, so I'm really grateful that for that. Um, but um, <clears throat> after I graduated elementary school, that's when <clears throat> you know public school got a little bit more hard. Um, got a little bit more hard from me because I went to a very Horrible middle school, my first year of sixth grade. Um, was Southwest Middle. The high school is a lot better, but the middle school is horrible. I would not recommend enrolling your children in that school. I had this one supervisor who was very rude, very obnoxious. I can remember <clears throat> one time when the coaches were letting us play outside, and I was just sitting hanging with my friends, and she started screaming at me, saying, Go find something to do. Go find something to do. And I told her I'm hanging with my friends. She was like, No, go find something to do. It's playtime, not hanging with your buddies time. But if I recall, the whole point of recess is to be able to hang out with your friends. But that was just the tip of iceberg, of the iceberg. Um, I can't remember one time, you know, this is when I was 12, and my language arts teacher um, told us to write, you know, what your favorite person was. And I talked about <clears throat> my cousin, who is now my late cousin. Um... At the time, he was doing some time, and I talked about how, you know, we had a lot in common because we were playing basketball. We had people like to play basketball, but like to listen to rap music. And um, I told him said, I how I was happy when he was getting out of jail because, you know, I was only 12 years old at the time. I didn't understand that's not really something that you should write about. But, you know, instead of, like, <clears throat> explaining to me, you know, it's really not something you might want. That's something you might want to keep to yourself about a person. She walks up to me and is like, dude. You're going to write about somebody who's in jail? Uh, I can't remember what all she said, but, you know, basically she was talking to me like I was an idiot. Like, I'm 12 years old. I don't understand. You know, and I have autism, so I don't understand, you know, that that's not really something that you should write about, you know? And also, I had autism, so that made it even harder. And fortunately, um, the... The lady, the head supervisor, Miss Cummings, um, of the autism program, because I was part of the autism program there, um, she called my mom and explained. Um, and my mom, of course, sat with me as that supervisor should have done, explained to me, you know, it's better not to write something about something like that. Um, you know, I can't remember all my mom said, but, you know, my mom actually made me understand, like, more fully like why I shouldn't write about something like that but what was even more harder was seeing the supervisor um bully some of a couple of the other students who were in the autism class I can remember there was one student his name was Robert he was struggling a bit with his work as much as I did um and um he um I guess he did something wrong or he would always just struggle with getting his work done. And I can remember one time she walked up and I'm sitting on my desk. I look up and I see her walk up and just take his paper, 
crumple it up and throw it in the trash. And he's sitting over there crying. She just walks off like nothing happened. And that really, really, really upset me. One thing I also saw her do to a little boy named, to another boy named Ethan was he was, his autism, I think, was a bit more severe than mine is. So he was having a bit of a breakdown. Now, I'm going to hit the pause button. Obviously, it was wrong of him to have a breakdown, even though he can't help it. You know, I'm not justifying his behavior, but, you know, she, instead of helping him, told him that he was going to, she told him that she was taking him to the police, to the police officer, because that was their only option. I'm going to hit the pause button and say, um, if that was my only option, if I were in, if I were a supervisor, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't care if they fussed at me, docked my pay, fired me. I would rather be jobless and do something like that to a child who just needs help. You know, it's crazy how we see on the news about people who are mentally ill or people who are actually dangerous being let go onto the streets. But we, but then you see people like that have autism or Down syndrome or ADHD and consider someone like that to be arrested all because they're having a breakdown. That was really hard for me to watch. Um, the only thing, you know, I don't regret being angry towards her, but I do regret saying something about her to my dad when I was cl- when I was complaining about her towards my father. I told her that, um, I told, I mean, I'm sorry, I told my dad that I hoped that she died in vain. And of course, my dad, you know, he told me, Buddy, you really shouldn't say something like that. And as and now that I'm older, I do regret saying that because you know nobody deserves to die, because death means basically eternity in hell. And as Christians, we don't believe in death because once our time on this earth ends, we descend off to heaven. Man, stop that. Sorry, I had to get my roommate's dog to quit sniffing something. But back to the story. Um. She didn't stick around much, and fortunately, she left before I got pulled out of that school. My parents managed to let the school um, let me out early for summer vacation because, you know, it was gonna the ending of school was going to be after my 13th birthday. But um, after that, I did sixth grade again at a private Christian school, and I was really glad that I attended it part of the time before my parents homeschooled me because, um, you know, uh, that school really helped me. Um, the classes were hard, but it really helped me make better friends. The friends I was with at the middle school weren't that good, but, you know, I don't consider that, I don't really consider that to be a bad memory because I believe now that God put me in, put me near those guys so my cousin could see that and it would open his eyes to see that he needs to make a change and it worked. But anyway, um, I went. I ended up going to a private Christian school, and like I said, this school helped me get closer to God um, because I kind of about walked away from God, you know, like most kids, you know, towards the age of 13 do because that's when, you know, that's when we really understand, um, I believe, what, who Jesus is. Or we start asking questions or have trouble in understanding, like, you know, who Jesus is or who God is and, like, what Jesus did for us. Um, yeah, after that, my parents homeschooled me. Um, I think it was partially because um, they couldn't really find a better un, a better school that had a good education for people with autism. But there was one school they could have sent me to. It was a private school called High Point Central. I have a friend whose daughter goes there. But I'll be honest, if they had asked me, I would have said no. Um, because I love being homeschooled. Um, 
And I'm very grateful that my parents home homeschooled me, especially since this was at my teen years. And, you know, teenagers can be very stubborn and very rebellious. But um, anyway, um, but as far as public school, I think the main struggle with a person <clears throat> with autism, um, <clears throat> like I said, you know, um, you know, it's basically paying attention, being social, <clears throat> learning, um, sometimes, but that can be, you know, sometimes an issue depending on, you know, like what kind of, what kind of school you go to, who your teachers are, um, if I didn't have Ms. Barnes and Ms. Craddock for third grade, I feel like I really would have struggled with math and reading, um, and they saw that, and they really helped me out, same thing with my kindergarten teachers, um, they were also pretty helpful as well, um, but yeah, um, you know, I've seen a lot of kids with autism, they struggle with, because that's the main thing, we struggle with paying attention, we struggle with being social, but, you know, that's basically, that's basically what, um, all the stuff that I said, that's basically like, um, what they, what can be the struggles of, um, a person with autism, um, when they go throughout the public school, throughout the public school system, um, I actually forgot to say a prayer before I got started with this podcast, so let me say a prayer real quick. Um, Lord, I do thank you for letting me do this podcast today. I pray that those who heard this podcast will understand wisdom. I pray for other people with autism who are in the same situation as me, and I hope that they can remember that there is a light that they can follow, and that light is you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. But um, let's see. What else can be a struggle? For someone with autism with going into the public school system. I would say um, another struggle would be um, bullying. Um, I was bullied a lot at that middle school and because they didn't have a good system and because it was hard for me to know who was the good guy, who was the bad guy. I had trouble defending myself. Um, another thing of someone with autism could be struggling with is definitely being social because people with autism struggle a lot with anxiety and when you have when you're in a room with a bunch of other people that you don't know and are, some of them are staring at you that can be kind of like overwhelming for someone with autism um another thing would be also definitely schoolwork um I've had to ask my teacher several times to help me, and along with homework, I would have to get my mom to help me several times, and that was really hard. It was frustrating for both me and my mom, um, because I would a lot of times have mental breakdowns because I didn't think I could do it, you know. I would sometimes sit on my desk and cry, um, but, you know, I got through it, you know, and... Looking back now, you know, God lets things happen for a reason. And I feel like if those things didn't really happen to me, then I wouldn't be able to be on this podcast and explain, you know, everything just happened to me to you guys. So you could understand, you know, you know, that you're not alone. Um, but um, anyway, that's pretty much all I got to say for the podcast. I know this one was a bit long. Um, I'm trying to make my podcast a bit longer just to kind of get my podcast monetized. Um, now, one thing, guys, I, one thing I forgot to mention is another reason why 
you know, you don't see my new episodes as often is because the host I have, it's called BuzzFeed, and the plan I have for BuzzFeed, it gives me three hours of of podcast episodes, so once those hours are up, I have to wait till it renews, so I just have to be really careful on how often I upload these podcasts. But with that, guys, um, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I want to give one more shout out to all my teachers through elementary school and all my friends there and all my friends at Caldwell, the private school, and my teachers there as well. Y'all really helped me um, throughout my struggle as an autistic um, student. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, With that, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I will see y'all in the next one. Bye, guys.